Good morning, everyone. You guys doing well? Anybody start school yet? Is that why you're so tired? <laughs> Any parents feel like they've got more energy after kids started school? <laughs> oh, guys, just over a week ago, um, I shared on our, our midweek prayer and encouragement on Facebook Live um, about the subject of transitions. And I think it's sort of like hit home with a number of people. I've heard from some of you guys about just transitions in your lives. And it's... Uh, Transitions has really been a theme in my life. I feel like, do you, do you ever say, well, I'm just in a season? Have you ever said that before? And then you look back and you're like, oh, that's been like, that's been like 10 years. So that's not really a season. That's like a, like a huge part of my life. Anybody, can you relate to that? Where you're like, a season's three months, Lord. Anybody? A little longer than a, than a season. <clears throat> For me, and, and I know I'm not unique, but my transitions, I feel like started like when my dad died almost seven years ago, and then my, my mom died this year, and now uh, I've got two daughters that, are, that just started in high school, and I've got one daughter that just started in college. And I'm just like, okay, God, <laughs> that's too many things for one person. Can you relate? I want to say, just like I said on Facebook Live a week and a half ago, to all of you parents who have had kids that have gone to college and I've known about it and I haven't made a bigger deal out of it than I did, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, like, I'm so, genuinely, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, I really had no idea what it was like. And, and I'm, I'm not sure if there's like a parent code that you're not supposed to like share what it's like. And then everyone's just supposed to find out what it's like. Uh, but I found out and I can't say that I'm a big fan. Can I just say that right now? Like it's, it is really, really crazy. But I want to take a minute and just sort of set up our time, the, the structure time that we're going to have today. Because as you can see, after the structure time, it's going to be awesome food and, and fun. So I want to thank everybody for the work that they're doing, grilling and setup. And you guys brought awesome stuff. So thank you so much. So that's going to be awesome. Um, but what we're going to do, I'm going to share a little bit about ideas that I feel like God has given me related to the subject of transitions. I feel like there's just certain things that he wants us to get today from that. And then we're going to gather, um, we're going to gather in groups and we're going to receive communion because communion is not an individual sport. It's a team sport. It's a team connection and effort. And, and then we're going to pray for each other. Then we'll close. We'll close with a worship song and then uh, we'll, we'll get instructions about eating. Sound good? Okay. <clears throat> so I, yeah, if I, if I get emotional, just bear with me. I'm probably going to be emotional for a while. Um, thank you. Um, over the last few weeks, I've, I've watched our daughter packing up her life. <laughs> There's literally just something in my heart that has been screaming, no, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. There's something that it's like, I know it's supposed to happen. I get it. I, I get it in my head. You want your kids to move forward. You want your kids to be more independent. It's a good thing. But man, it is hard on this dad heart. It is hard. I know it's supposed to happen. Um, but someone earlier today, Deb, you said it. <laughs> Um, what it really feels like is grief. 
It feels like grief. So, so it's a good thing. It's a good transition. It's what's supposed to happen, but it feels no different than grief. It literally doesn't feel any different than when my dad died. It literally doesn't feel any different than when my mom died this year. It doesn't feel any different than major transitions I've gone through in my life. And that's been the experience for a family, right? It's been really, really hard. Very similar to the feeling of death. I get it. It might sound extreme to some of you guys. You guys are like, yeah, I've got a fifth grader. It doesn't really feel like much of a transition. Or they're just starting middle school. Hey, I get it because I didn't get it. I understand, but I'm telling you that when you watch your kids pack up 18 years of stuff into a couple of cars and then you drop them off in their dorm room, there is just this feeling of, I need a support group. <laughs> like, I seriously need a support group. I need someone to write books about this. Someone should have told me how it was going to be, and nobody did. And I'm a little irritated and a little thankful. No one prepares you for this. On Tuesday of this last week, I went out on a bike ride, which is not a strange thing for me to do. I, my, it's my favorite summer activity, just go out on bike rides. But on Tuesday, I didn't do it because I needed the physical release. I did it because I needed to deal with myself emotionally. You ever do that? Sometimes exercise, like you get out and it's just like kind of unloading what you've been dealing with. And so I, I went out on this bike ride in the sun and I thought about all these things. I, do you ever have sad thoughts? and then you actually think about other things to make you sadder. I did that. I actually was listening to a sad songs playlist. I'm dead serious. Like, how weird is that? Like, I, I literally, like, listened to sad songs, and then I was just like, yeah, because that matches how I feel, and then I just had all these things. I thought about my dad. I thought about my mom. I thought about why am I torturing myself? It was absolute torture. I went back to the day she was born. Just imagine holding her. And I thought about all the prayers that I prayed over her. I always prayed, we've always prayed that she'd be kind and that she and her sisters would be best friends so that no matter what happens in life, and so many things happen in life, they'll always have each other. I remembered walking her to the bus for the first time when she was a kindergartner and thinking, I don't think they're gonna be, know how to handle my baby. <laughs> She seems a lot sweeter than these other kids. She's better in every way than all these other children, and I don't know that they're prepared for the awesomeness that's Hannah. And all these things, all these things came to mind. And I can tell you this, there is a place for all those moments. If you skip those moments in your periods of transition, then somehow you're going to come back to those moments and it's going to be more out of control than if you just process them as they come. I didn't like it, but I knew I had to process it. I knew I had to allow my mind to wander into those dark and scary moments. And, and then I just felt like, I, I remember it was right before I got to Springbrook, you know, the, the, for, the uh, nature preserve in Naperville? Like I, right before I got to Springbrook, I got the sense that it was time to turn off the sad playlist. I really did. And I switched it to a worship playlist. And a song came on um, that I'd never heard before. And the song is called Runaway. And it's written by an artist named Jess Ray. And I am telling you, she will minister to your heart and to your soul. 
And the song is written from God's perspective, and it's his heart for all of his kids, particularly those who have determined to walk away from him for a time. And I was like, at first, I'm like, great, another sad song. And then I just listened to the lyrics, and these particular lyrics just capture my heart. I'm going to read them to you. And I, I, I couldn't even believe it said this. It says, as you pack your things, and I'm just like, really? Really? As you pack your things, I will sing. Even if you run away from me over the mountains, through the valleys, I will not rest, but search east and west to bring you back to me. And it hit me that even though this song is about the human tendency to run away from God, what's at the center of my sadness is that my daughter is leaving and things will never be the same again. I don't mean that I'm worried that she'll never be seven again or 14 again, or 18 again, but that the fabric of our relationship might be changed forever. Can any of you guys relate to that feeling? And it's scary and it feels wrong at every single level. And it was in that moment that I sensed God inviting me to do something. And I'm like, no, God, I'm busy listening to sad songs. Haven't you noticed? And I sensed that he was inviting me very specifically to verbally express my gratitude. And I'm just like, "Ah, really? I I just want to cry. I just want to be sad. And it was specifically gratitude about the people that he's placed in my life since the beginning of my life. And I just started saying it. And I said, God, thank you for my mom. Thank you that she was always willing to sit with me in my hurts and in my successes, even though her parents rarely did that for her. God, I thank you for my dad that you never, he never once made me feel like I I didn't fit into his schedule, even though he was always busy and he was always working late into the night, even though he didn't have a dad after he was five. I thank God for the incredible wife that he gave me. When I had such a tendency to choose all the wrong women. And I thank God for giving me the three girls that he has because they are truly a gift in every single way. From the moments of their births to the terroristic toddler years, through all the middle school years and into high school and college, they are gifts to me. And I am not kidding you, in that moment, my heart just exploded with gratitude. It exploded with gratitude. And I felt like God just allowed my heart to expand that much more. And I no longer just saw fear and and anxiety. I, I saw possibility and potential. And I realized that even though this relationship with my daughter will change as it's supposed to, I will have a relationship with her still. And it will be a great blessing. And my sadness was at least temporarily transformed. And then these lyrics played in my ears. Even if you run away from me over the mountains, through the valleys, I will not rest, but search east and west to bring you back to me. Even if you sail away from me across the oceans and the seas, I will move again like the mighty wind and blow you back to me. I have seen this all before. It is all too familiar, but you will never see the bottom of my storehouses of love. And I just thought, no matter where my daughter goes and no matter where yours go, 
No matter what they do, God sees you and he sees them. And his love for them is greater than the love that makes you want to hold on to them forever and protect them and keep them because you're afraid of what will happen when they run away. But growth is normal and it's good. Kids growing into the people that the Lord has designed them to be is good. The ultimate pain of death, kids leaving or job, job transitions all point to the reality that this world does not exist exactly the way it's supposed to be. We know fundamentally that there is something wrong. But God loves us even in our fallen states, so much so that he runs to us no matter where we go, no matter where we've been or where we will go, and that he is trustworthy and good, and he will make it new. Day by day, he will make it new. He will welcome us one day into his kingdom where there are no more goodbyes, but only welcome homes. Last week, Pastor Steve talked about our need for Ebenezer's, and that's making times to acknowledge when God has helped us. And I have needed those this week, and I know that that's why God wanted me to express my gratitude. Because throughout my life, when I've wondered, is God really going to show up in this space? He has over and over and over again. And it has not always been the way I've wanted. It's not always the way I would have chosen. But ultimately, he has seen and he has done it the way that he sees fit. He's reminded me of the goodness of the relationship that he's placed in my life to shape me. <laughs> and as I expressed my gratitude, I felt my heart lighten. I encourage you to do that today. It is my hope right now that God is moving in your hearts and in your moments. That he's moving in your transitions and that he's helping you recognize that he is with you and he has been with you in whatever you are facing because he is Lord over all that you have faced. He is Lord over everything you've been through. So now we're going to move into a time of communion. And like I said, it's not going to be a time that we just come up and, and take communion and go take it on our own. But we want to make space to remember that God is with us and that he is for us. And that when we take the cup and we eat the bread, we know that he is for us and no one can stand against us. And that is always our foundation here in this church community. He is with us, and he is for us. The Apostle Paul uh, said to the church of Corinth, For I passed on to you what I received from the Lord. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. What an amazing hope that we have, no matter what uncertainties or transitions come. I'd like you now to just take a moment, gather with some people that are around you. So if you're, if you're away from people, I want you to move closer, groups of four or five at least. And before you take communion together, I want each of you to share something that you are thankful 
to the Lord for today. And not just say what you're thankful for, but I want you to share why you're thankful for it. Because it's when you share the why that you're vulnerable. And I promise you, when you are vulnerable in these moments, your gratitude is going to grow because the Spirit of God will be there. And your relationships will grow as well as God starts moving in your hearts. After we take communion, we're going to have a time of prayer for teachers and students and parents and anyone who is going through a period of transition.